Hi, welcome to Diversity in D313. I'm your host, Anna, and that's my co-host. It's all, uh... And today I just wanted to start it out talking about the shooting that happened in Kansas City. At least one killed and as many as 15 injured in a shooting at the Kansas City Super Bowl rally. That was celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win. Three were, five, three were in critical condition of the injured, five were in serious condition, and one person had a non-threatening life injury. Two people were in custody after the shooting. They were detained at a garage west of Union Station. The shooting appears to be criminal in nature and non-terrorism. So, hope everybody who was injured gets better. And now I'm going to go on to the murder of Patricia Arts. The Arts seemed genuinely happy. They vacationed together in Nantucket. They took many family photographs. Patricia's brother claimed that since meeting Kevin, Patricia was the happiest she had ever been. Family, friends, and co-workers alike all agree that there didn't seem to be any issues within the couple's marriage. On July 15, 1999, Patricia Art's family called 911 because they were worried about Patricia. She had just had brain surgery and was still recovering, so the family was worried when they did not hear from Patricia, so officers went to Patricia and her husband in her husband Kevin's apartment that was located above the restaurant that the couple owned called Kip's Pizza Taco Restaurant in Jackson, Michigan. Her residents recently went there and knocked on the doors and windows but never could get an answer. They did run into Kevin and when they asked about where Patricia was and he just told them that Patricia took the car went to visit someone, but Patricia relatives didn't buy it, all because they knew that days before they showed up, they had sold the car. He had told the cops the same thing when they arrived, and when he was asked if the officers could come in and look around the restaurant, Kevin seemed like he did not want them in there, so the officers went back and told their supervisor how Kevin was acting, and set up to meet with Kevin again at, a, at the restaurant. When they met back at the restaurant for a second time, they had seen Kevin outside with a white box. They then watched Kevin go around the corner and return without the box in the, his hand. And when they did a search of the restaurant that day, they seen a brown drippings that looked like watered-down blood from fresh meat that was on newspaper that sat by the oven. There was also a pan of something that had been cooked that sat in the sink. They had water running into the pan, so the officer turned off the water, then turning off the water... The aroma that came from the, what was in the pan was a smell the officer recognized. It smelled like burnt flesh. So the officers decided they had to find that white box that they seen Kevin with. They eventually found the white box on a house that neighbored the restaurant that was vacant. When they opened the white box, they found the severed head of Patricia Arts. After they found the charred remains and bones, they went to check the apartment when going into the apartment. They had seen that the carpets and couch cushions were re recently cleaned, so they decided to do a luminal test to see if there were traces of blood. And when they did the test, the areas of the carpet and couch lit up with the heaviest amounts of blood by the carpeting by the couch. They also seen that furniture was moved to try to conceal blood stains. They also found DNA on the dining room table, the floor of the apartment, and on the restaurant floor. They also found blood in the sinks at the restaurant and a sleeping bag in a Underneath Kevin's nails, the DNA came back as Patricia's. After finding all the evidence, the police had a theory that Kevin had bludgeoned Patricia with a heavy object in the head 
Then he stuffed her into the sleeping bag that he used to carry her from the apartment to the restaurant, where he dismembered her body, then baked her bones, and then boiled or cooked the remainder of her body. When Kevin Arts went to trial, his defense attorneys tried to say that he was mentally insane due to a brain hemorrhage, that he was admitted into the hospital for in June 29th of 1999. He said Patricia was last seen on July 13th, 1999. Two experts testified that he was legally insane and his child called by his defense attorneys. The prosecution re refuted the evidence because the neurosurgeon had that had performed the operation said that it was on the left side of his brain, which is the side that controls speech, and that only his speech was impacted, not any nerves in his brain. So he did not meet the criteria of being mentally insane. Also during his trial, it was brought to light that Patricia had filed for a divorce in 1992, telling the lawyer that she was suffering from mental and physical abuse in their marriage. And she also told her friend that Kevin tried to suffocate her with a pillow. Patricia was also always arguing with Kevin over his drinking and smoking weed, and nine days before Kevin was admitted to the hospital for the brain hemorrhage, he had a pig roast. Patricia was not happy about the party, or the cost of the party, and the corn that was bought by Patricia for the party was infested with bugs that led to them having to spray the restaurant's kitchen that they did on their own, not hiring a company. So Kevin was convinced that Patricia sprayed him with the bug spray, and that's what had caused the brain hemorrhage. Others claim that he killed his wife because he was suffering from hallucinations and that when he looked at her, he saw the devil staring back at him. And in July of 1998, Kevin was talking to David Whiting and said that he wanted his wife to come up missing and asked if he knew anyone that could do it. He had also complained to Patricia's son-in-law, saying Patricia knew how to push his buttons and asked if his son-in-law's wife ever made him so mad that he would ever want to have her killed or killing her, and also pondered on how much it would cost to find a killer. After his surgery, he started treating his son-in-law like a child. It was talking to his son and in-law about a serial killer that had been captured in the 1980s, and during that conversation, Kevin's voice got really low, and he said, I could commit the perfect murder. He would cut the person up and boil the meat so the corpse could, would not stink. Then he would throw the meat in a dumpster. In March of 2001, Arts was given a life without parole sentence. He incarcerated at Gus Harrison Correctional Facility in Adrian, Michigan. That even makes sense. And then for the simple fact, for them even... That's all public records when people going through divorces and things to love nature. So it was, it was good for them to go and like get a warrant but like damn they should already knew that like you know that's i mean that's 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 number one where in my eyes that'd be number one somebody going through a divorce we got probable cause to do bodily harm rest in peace to her man glad he got what the hell he got yeah because i'm six and, i'm thinking okay they own the restaurant mm -hmm. and he's got all this meat of his wife cooking in the restaurant that's now, disgusting. if the cops didn't find that meat, what do you think would have happened to that meat? He's going to cook it. Do you think he would have been serving it to people? Of course. It's a restaurant. What do you think he was going to do with it? <laughs> That's nasty. Thank God the cops you're found talking it. About, you're talking about insane people. Yeah, that's just gross. So, I mean, look how many... Let's go back. It's a lot of people that have been killing people, cooking people. You know? What mm -hmm. are you looking at? 
You need the um. We do another one. You need to do this, fix this. I don't want that type of stuff, and you know. Okay, now we're gonna go on to Catherine Knight and her twin sister. 